Paris-Musée Olympic. When sport becomes an art, works of art tell their own stories. A podcast produced by Paris-Musée. Paris-Musée Olympic means having one foot in the history of art, one in the history of sport, and the rest of the body wholly immersed in a work of art. Close your eyes, dive into a painting, slip into your sneakers and saddle up for the Olympics by listening to what the Paris Museum's collections have to say about themselves. Come on then, on your marks, get set, go. Today we are going to meet the Cardiff team by Robert Delaunay, painted between 1910 and 1913. Blue, yellow, green, red, all around me. Bright colours blending together or overlapping. And over there, a huge triangle pointing up at the sky. Cubes which seem to be flying and an oval ball. People are laughing, shouting, they're alive. But where have I turned up? Wait. Down there, I can see a rugby stadium. I'm going to try and get a bit closer. The referee is whistling for half-time. He'll definitely be able to give me some information. Excuse me, sir. Can you tell me where we are exactly, please? Of course. We're in 1913, in a painting by Robert Delaunay. You're right in the middle of the Cardiff team. <laughs> I could have guessed it. I recognize the shapes, similar to cubism, which creates space and depth so clearly. And the bright colors, too. Don't you think they create movement and rhythm? Oh, well, there is definitely a lot of movement in this match. They're plowing the field, these ones. <laughs> there was a hen, right before your eyes. Look, down there, on your left, there's a yellow panel for Astra, an aeronautical construction company. And over there, on the right, that green banner that says Delaunay, New York, Paris. He's self-advertising. Ah. Clever, isn't it? <laughs> Clever and so modern. In the streets, advertising posters are starting to blossom, inviting people to enjoy even more entertainment and leisure. And Delaunay managed to include that in his painting. Oh, well. Now I've told you everything I know about Delaunay. I'm more of an expert on lineouts than <laughs> outlines. Look! Can you see it up there? In the deep blue sky? The biplane represented by a series of rectangles. That's also extremely modern. Blériot flew over the channel only four years ago. Humankind is conquering the sky. And that pointy, green and purple shape in the background. Do you recognize it? Oh yes, that's the Eiffel Tower. It was erected before Robert Delaunay's very eyes when he was a child. And he has been obsessed with it ever since. And can you see those little red cubes which form a dazzling arch here a bit higher? That's a Ferris wheel. Advertising, new technology, leisure and sport. In his painting, Delaunay combines all the symbols of a new world. But what makes him interested in my sport? Maybe he sees rugby as he sees modern life. An invitation to fight, to act and to surpass oneself. Come on, I have to get back to work. Players have been doing fouls since the beginning of the game and I don't mean poultry. By the way, we say rugby football if you'll allow me. <laughs> oh, sorry. Well, whatever the case, rugby football is the beginning of it all. Robert Delaunay chanced upon a photograph of a scrum in the magazine La Vie au Grand Terre, and it inspired him. And he chose Cardiff because the vitality of the Welsh team had been praised in the newspapers. 
It's fairly recent in France, isn't it? In France, yes. But across the channel, it's very popular. Line out! Did you know that it was Baron Pierre de Coubertin, the creator of the modern Olympic Games, who personally played an important role in introducing rugby football to France? I heard, above all, that he wasn't very good at it. More of a piano player than a piano mover, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Perhaps, but thanks to him, rugby union was part of the 1900 Paris Olympics and returned for the 1908 Olympics in London. However, I have to tell you, it will disappear in a few years. Oh, really? And why are the tables going to turn? The year is 1924. The Olympics are being held in Paris. It's the final. At the Colomb Stadium, France is playing against the United States. The atmosphere is extremely tense on the pitch and in the stands. Let me guess. People played hardball. <laughs> I couldn't have put it better. Apparently, one of the players even said, it's the best you can do without using knives or revolvers. The United States team won 17-3 and it turned into a brawl. Since this final, rugby union has disappeared from the Olympics. That's right. Sent off. How very stupid. It's a gentleman's sport. Well, this pure tackle might not be... Ouch! His head is nearly stuck into the ground. Ooh, that looks painful. Oh, but don't worry. Rugby will come back. In a seven-a-side version. It was officially approved by the Olympic Committee in 2009 and re-included in 2016 in Rio. Well... That was a crushing defeat for the French. As we say in France, the hut fell on the dog. But tell me, I have a little question. Does Delaunay really manage to make the viewer feel everything that's going on here? Oh yes, the painting is so huge that we get the impression we're on the edge of the pitch. When the player jumped up earlier to catch the throw-in, I thought I could feel the air moving under him. In short, if I may say so, he didn't paint with boxing gloves. <laughs> this fictional dialogue provides an auditory immersion in the work The Cardiff Team by Robert Delaunay, an oil painting made between 1910 and 1913 and kept in the Paris Museum of Modern Art. That was Paris Musée Olympic, a podcast by Paris Musée created by Nuit Noir. Did you like it? Discover the other museums by listening to Paris Musée Olympique.